and welcome to the 100th episode of the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. I have decided to do a panel show for my 100th episode, and I have three people here that I think are incredible. They're all past guests, and I think that everyone are going to really enjoy this really round-robin um, discussion. So I have a former Miss Maryland, Adriana. I have a former Miss West Virginia, Andrea, and I have a f- I have a second place Miss New York th- this year. Marissa is here. Welcome, all the ladies. Congratulations on all your success, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Paul. Thank Glad you. Thanks for having us. Yep. So, all right. So, our first topic. Let's start off with a banger, okay? So for this episode, then just interviewing, because everyone has been interviewed by me, um, the, the topic will be f- two topics. So the first topic we're going to d- go with is how important is it to be part of a system that has won a national title or what role does it play in or what thought that plays into a system that has a director that has never won? And does that have any role in it? Or um, when you have years of not performing well at nationals, um, does that play any role? Does at the, you know, looking back at your career now that some of you guys are coaching people and sometimes you're thinking about this, does working with a director that actually has experience winning a national title um, at a high level really make a difference? Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Hi, I'm Adriana, uh, former Miss Maryland USA and Miss Maryland in America. Um, in the USA system, Maryland historically has done pretty well. They've had a lot of top five at Miss USA. Um, and we have one, Nana Merriweather, she became Miss USA after Olivia Colpo became Miss Universe. And then on the America side, we've also had a lot of semifinalists. Um, I know Hannah Brewer was like in the top five um, a, the, a couple years before me, but I don't really know if it, it's not supposed to affect your, <laughs> your outcome. Um, I know every single pageant in the USA and America system, they claim to have, you know, no taboo, no close ties. It is supposed to be fair and square. But what I realized is that um, what really made it a better experience for me is how involved your director wants to be in your process. And that can, either help or hinder you um, because sometimes they're a little bit too controlling and then sometimes they're not controlling enough or it seems like they're not doing enough for you. So I think it kind of um, really goes down to how you can manage your relationship with said boss for the year and you kind of just have to make it um, as best as you can, make the most of what you're given and if you don't have that much given to you then it's your op- you have the opportunity to kind of make it better for yourself. Adriana, uh, I guess want to I want to approach it this way: if a coach, if a professional coach continues to have losing seasons, is that necessarily <laughs> the team you want to be on, or do you? I mean, you you kind of were. Well, I mean, that's what I was looking at because that's, you know, I you know the reason why people I, go to the Yankees is because they breed winners, right? I mean, that's and sure, and then Baffler, Baffler, the gentleman who does all the horse racing he predominantly wins horse racing. Um, he has like 12 of one of the 12 of the three major rate racehorses, which is a lot for horse racing. So, 
um, that that I just I've noticed that there are some states where it seems like they they do their best, but they don't have any hope of winning. Is that not fair to say? Um, I mean, I don't want to say that it, it's different because you can't really change where you're from unless you have the means to, you know, move out. Of, <laughs> um, if I, I guess if I would have had the means and, and it's also interesting because we're all young women, we're not necessarily like developed in our careers to be in these financial places to be able to like up and move to a better state. I know New York, um, historically has had so many winners, but New York also gets a lot of transplants um, for college students. So it, it kind of, you can't blame them almost because a lot of people fled to New York for their job or for their college or, and they tend to be, you know, um, super qualified. But um, I would, I love being from Maryland. I'm very proud to represent my state and I love being closer to the DC area because I got, you know, both the Baltimore and DC experience. But I, I think it's just not really comparable to an actual sport because you're also looking at a team of, However many players, I mean, race, I guess the race horse would be a little bit closer, but that's also an animal that you can train and they don't have opinions. Pageants are so subjective to the panel of judges and to where you're from. I know a lot of girls and USA does offer now to compete in multiple states if you can claim residency, like, but they didn't do that when I was there. So I didn't have that option. Um, I don't know. I don't want to discourage anyone that their state is like less likely to win. It's really all about the girl and who she is and her platform and what she brings to the table. Fair so enough. As part of a group um, and from a state that hasn't had a lot of success at Miss USA, I feel like the who the director is um, and the rules and the boundaries and the professionalism and kind of just like the whole experience that you have with your director and the relationship you have with them does really shape how well you're going to do at Miss USA. I know my year, um, Pageant Associates, which is what West Virginia was under, had five states. It was West Virginia, Indiana, Connecticut, uh, Pennsylvania, and Vermont. And none of us placed at Miss USA that year. The following year, I want to say like only Connecticut placed. Um, then it just lately in the past like six, five years, um, pageant associates has not done very well. And when I reflect back on my experience and I won West Virginia USA on my first try. So I was incredibly green to the USA system. When I did win, I, I leaned a lot on my director because I felt like since he had been in the business for so many years and had had two past Miss USA winners with Aaron Brady and I forget who, but it was a Miss New York USA who had won. And I'm blanking on her name right now, but it's been a long day. Um, uh, like just, I was like, okay, well, he's had success in the past. Like, I'm just going to trust him fully with the process. And looking back, I wish I hadn't done that. And I think it doesn't matter how successful your director has been recently or in the past. If you don't trust yourself and you're not making decisions for yourself, you're never going to be able to win in a way that you'd want to win or succeed in a way that you might have been able to succeed had you just trusted yourself. So coming from my experience, um, I don't really think it matters. I think it just matters how you personally handle these relationships and, and make sure that you make your own decisions that are going to fit the way you want to do your year, if that makes sense. So I mean, I think that makes two sense. No, I think that totally makes sense. And I also, I want to make it known because we all have friends in the industry. Um, I'm just trying to like, for people that are are trying to pick uh, pick a system and everything, I guess 
I guess your you guys' opinion is that that really doesn't play a factor in it because that's what I'm is is that the overall I mean I will say that USA is very keen on spotlighting the girls that are potentially going to be in the semifinalists on the day of the telecast um, and you do kind of witness some girls being favored throughout the year whether it's with certain sponsors or if they kind of get chosen to do the vi- like for example for me I I I've been working in the entertainment industry since high school as an actor and a model, and I was sort of one of the ones that got every single commercial, every single thing, and and I was one of the ones that didn't make top 15 still. And so you kind of have this, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it's rigged. Like, it's not rigged, but they kind of pick these packages to display. I I wasn't even going down that route. I wasn't even going down that route. I was was thinking, like, do you feel that, like – if you had a choice, if you had a dual residency, like let's say that you were um, between Georgia and Florida, you know, you were on that middle ground, you know, would you pick the state that has better chances of, of winning or it doesn't matter? I guess uh, from the short conversation, you guys are saying that it really doesn't matter because it's really a toss up. Is that is that the fair way? Yeah, that I, I think it's always a toss up. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Marissa? I also think like, oh, oh, I, I mean, I definitely agree. I think that it comes down to the woman who's competing and whether or not she's ready for the job. And also, like, if you're, let's say, between, you know, Georgia and Florida, like, you should also just choose the state that you have individually the best chance of winning. Maybe there's, you know, fewer candidates in one state. But I think that when we look at, like, which team you're going to pick, there are, like, there are just more resources in certain states. And I think that that is kind of where some of the difference comes from, but I don't think that resources and sponsors necessarily make or break your opportunity to, su- to succeed in a pageant. But I would say, that, yeah, like there are certain local programs in Miss America that just like are well-funded, like the Staten Island program in, in New York is like super well-funded. You know, they get a lot of sponsors and they get a lot of things and some years they do well and some years they don't. Um, you know, the Miss Greater New York uh, competition that I did and won, like I, a brand new program and I still I placed third at the competition so I think it really just kind of depends and yeah I would definitely agree with the other women there are there's going to be good advice and there's going to be very bad advice that you're going to get as well and it's kind of up to you to discern what you're going to to listen to and that's going to make all the difference yeah and just to agree with Marissa I think like if I wanted to go to Miss USA and I had the option between competing in Vermont where they historically don't have that many contestants and New York I would compete in Vermont if I had the chance, because if my goal is to get to Miss USA and I know I can prepare myself in my own way and I know what I'm getting into, then I'm going to pick the one option that's going to get me to that goal the quickest. All right. So so you you brought up a good topic there. So I just want to have the short little offshoot of that. Um, Does the panel agree that the philosophy that iron sharp, you know, the more talent the field is, the more. Um, the better you are, the more you're prepared for, for, for nationals or states. Like it's a, it's like a, it's a competition thing or because pageants are, are not necessarily that way. It's, that's not a good analogy because I do agree with Andrea that if you can basically bypass and get, and get into USA easier because it's a smaller field, that sounds great. But what if the competition's not as fierce, so then you're not as prepared? Is what, what does everyone think? 
Um, so I was just saying that based off the question that Paul just asked, um, I don't think it really matters because when you look at like huge states that have hundreds of contestants compete at their state pageants like California or Texas or New York and how many times those girls don't make the top 15, but yet you have smaller states like Rhode Island or Vermont or Delaware or, you know, these like tiny little states that have 10 people do their pageant. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. And I think Miss USA and I'm sure, you know, Miss America and other systems are very similar in this. It's such a total crapshoot. Like you just don't know who's going to be competing. You don't know who's going to be, you know, who's going to have a good day. Who's going to have a bad day. Like maybe, you know, California had food poisoning the day before her interview. And then someone else is like having the best day of their lives and nails their interview. And, you know, you just never know. So I don't think it, it matters necessarily. So. And a, do you have a drone? Do you have anything to add to that? I think something looking back in if you are a pageant competitor and I was so green that I just googled pageants um I didn't win on my first try but I got second runner-up and then I went back the next year and even then I was still only 23 years old in a USA system that goes until you can be 28 years old and if I had done more research on pageants I probably should have done America first um and kind of put my time in with America, I also was very nonprofit focused with Charities Angels, um, our nonprofit. So, but I think um, educating yourself in each system is probably, if you want to, I mean, try to capitalize on both, which I didn't even know I wanted to. I thought I had aged out of America, but then they extended the age. So that's why I went back and competed again. And so I was just kind of given the grace by God, I think, to be able to compete in both. But there is, um, there are rules and eligibility and guidelines in place that if you did want to do multiple systems, I think any competitor should kind of compare and see where they see fit because also they're all totally different um, in nature and that's why there are separate pageants in general. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week. Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing a commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. Marissa, before we move on, do you have anything to comment? No, I mean, I think that, um, that I mean, they make a good point. You know, people are having good and bad days when they're in pageants. And, you know, some people have the stamina for a state week or, or, a, or a nationals week, and some people don't. And it just kind of depends. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, to your point, it's, there are, you know, there are better odds of you winning, I guess, if you have beat 200 people versus eight. But yeah, I think it really depends on the girl and who the judges are that day and what they're really looking for. And that could change from state to state and from, you know, country to country. I think also it depends on what the girl wants, because some of these girls like I competed with at Miss America, like their dream was just to be Miss State. Like they didn't even need to be Miss America. Like they were going for the scholarship money. They were there to put themselves through law school or med school. And like being Miss State was like their dream come true, where others, they were so eyes focused on winning that national, getting that platform of influence, doing more than they possibly could. So it, it, it really depends on the girl, too. 
Well, I think we killed this topic. Uh, kudos to the the panel. So, um, so in Clubhouse, guys, uh, the way we clap is we tap the mic out icon. So, congratulations, everyone. You know, we'll tap. A, we'll give you a little oh. tap, 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 tap. Um, for our listeners are listening to this as a pre-recorded, we're, we're pre-recording this on Clubhouse. So, um, I'm thinking that in the future we might have a couple episodes on Clubhouse. So I hope everyone really, um, continues to listen to the Total Focus podcast. The Total Focus podcast is provided by Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or videos, we are the team to get the job done. No matter if you need professional headshots, wedding videography, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the job done. So we're going to move on to our next topic, and we're going to talk about legacy. So uh, I know Marissa is is a newbie when it comes to um, getting to this point. I know I, I've been cheering her on. She just uh, competed in Miss New York, and I'm so happy for her. She got second runner-up, and um, she's a real av- advocate for voting rights in New York. So... Um, Congratulations on Marissa doing so well in New York. And um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm sure this is a question that might be a little too, you know, jumping ahead, but I think um, you could look back on this as well because I know you're looking on working on your career as a lawyer. Now, to my other two colleagues, uh, Andrea and Andrea, uh, how do you see your legacy? Um, And also, how do you? Um, how does that work? Like, do you think that there should be some kind of legacy program? Do you think that there, you should have a legacy sash? Um, do you think that there should be always a dinner? Like I, I, I understand that these are franchises and they're individually run, but should there be some kind of like, this is how things are run this way and everyone is treated that way? Or is that just too much to ask? Uh, Andrea or Adriana, whoever wants to go first. I'll go first, but I I feel like Adriana might have a little bit more to say on this since she has two titles. Um, I, after my year, was so done. I don't know if anyone else felt this way, but I had just, like, Miss USA was exhausting. I had done everything I wanted to do in my reign, and I was so ready, because I would think I was, like, 24 years old, to continue my career and my life and kind of put this behind me as, like, a beautiful chapter, but it's, like, done and dusted kind of thing. Um, when I won Miss West Virginia USA, I was actually interning on Capitol Hill in DC for Tim Ryan. And then I had already secured an internship with Joe Manchin from West Virginia. And the plan when I had talked to his staffers was like, I was going to intern and then I was going to, whatever job opening would come up, like that would be my job. And I would just take over that. So when I gave up my internship at Joe Manchin's office, because Miss USA was just becoming preparing for it and being Miss West Virginia USA was just a lot and I couldn't do both I made the decision to step out of my interview or my internship and move back to West Virginia and fully focus on that with the possibility of just coming back afterwards so when that was over I was just like I'm so ready to get back to DC get back with my career and as much as legacy I think is very important I also think it's important to know that there's so much life beyond the crown and there's so much more to live and experience and so many more higher mountains to climb than a title that 
you know, I think the lessons you learn from pageantry is, are amazing. And I love going back every year and it's like a big reunion and seeing everyone that I love and, you know, being able to still cultivate these relationships that I formed throughout my reign. Um, but I'm actually super okay with there not being like any legacy of sorts, like a big dinner or more recognition or a sash, because I feel like I've, you know, I've lived it, I've done it. And I'm excited for a new girl to get to experience all that that year entails. I love uh, your response, Andrea. I feel um, the same in so many ways. Um, I also will say that though I feel the same in the way that like pageantry was a great three-year experience for me, I definitely saw it as a stepping stone. Um, I have, I've never received backlash, but there are some states that really value that sisterhood and um, I did find myself wondering in my preparation like why aren't other Miss Marylands like helping me out because you kind of see it and it, it more happens in the southern states I should say um, they are they do really treat it more like a sorority and they and but also I don't know if I would want that because they're like kind of they all of the formers are kind of like preparing the one girl and she may feel more pressure in that way. So I don't, I don't know, but I definitely did at times, you know, kind of wish like, Oh, and granted my, um, what is it called? The, my, or I seceded Christina Denny and we've been so close and she's awesome and amazing. And she did help me where she could, but I just sometimes wondered like, Oh, that is kind of cool that they all have, you know, like a pin that they get and they wear when they return or they kind of have like, um, I, I mean, hey, but I don't Adriana, think a sash you know, would be necessary, Paul. I feel like we're done with sashes. No, no, or I was done I with do like sashes. The pin I do like sash. <laughs> I do like the pin idea, but I was going to yeah. jump in and say, you know, you know, diamonds are only created by under immense amount of pressure. So I, you know, maybe it's just the yeah. guy thing coming out, but like, you know, pressure does make make a diamond. <laughs> you know, and the, every woman is a diamond, so. For sure. And like in the America system, Oklahoma has one of the like, you know, largest amount of title holders that have become Miss America, similar to New York. Um, I think in USA, Texas has done, you know, historically really well. And those states do have much more support financially from these giant sponsors that have been, you know, supporting those pageants for X amount of years. And it is so much more of a reunion for all those girls, um, I think. I, I don't know, maybe I'm just a small state in Maryland. Um, in, in the America side, not many of the formers come back. Um, it's it's very, uh, I mean, I think that may have to do with some other underlying issues that maybe won't occur in the future, but they don't, in, on the America side, it's <clears throat> very, it's, you're less likely to meet a former at those pageants. But then on the Maryland USA side, we're a part of DND, which is Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, and Maryland. And um, that is more, I have always felt more of the sisterhood vibes with them. Um, I, it, it's more of my speed kind of in terms of what I'm doing now. And that may facilitate why I have more of a connection with the USA side. But um, I don't, I think there, there were moments where I was a little bit jealous of some of the girls for having the support of a former sisterhood. And then, you know, they do like a brunch the day after or the day, the day before finals. They do kind of stuff like that. I know in other states, but at the same time, like I, already on the America side which one of our local directors has she was a former Miss Maryland and she started the Miss Maryland sorority and it's basically it's not only for formers it's for anyone that has competed in Miss Maryland America which I love that idea and she's just now starting to get the ball rolling so I am involved in that um, I do really support 
really encourage and support all competitors as I do some coaching as well myself. So it is nice to have that supportive network that understands the idea of collaboration because I feel like in today's world, everybody kind of wants to be paid immediately at the jump and not everyone has those resources. So I do. I was just saying um, it is nice. I do support and encourage still the prolonged sisterhood in the ways that I know a lot of girls don't always have the means to pay for these really expensive coaches. So I do make sure to stay involved in what seems to be a former forever Miss Maryland situation just because I know I can help and I'm willing to give because a lot of people aren't really willing to give a lot of their time. So, um, but my question was for Marissa, like in the New York, um, I actually work with the five boroughs, um, local director Chaz we're longtime friends but I was wondering if your local or if you did uh is there a New York kind of system in place now that I live there um <laughs> I am just eager to know if you guys do have sort of a sorority or something we don't have a sorority to my knowledge but also I love Chaz I'm so glad that you've worked with his organization and I'm sure you're thrilled for Sydney I'm for so happy the for them year. yes it is awesome it is awesome and we're actually we go to the same law school and I've, I've known her so she's was so so welcoming when I joined the Miss America and the Miss New York organizations last year um, but yeah we don't really have any sort of sorority or anything um, and you know the formers don't have a pin or anything and I think I don't know I kind of find it um, I don't know kind of fun to see that you know the formers come up and you know introduce themselves and whatever and they just look like normal people like I think I don't know that is kind of part of you know, the whole magic of it is that it's, you know, a year of your life. And then after that, you're just like a strong woman in the world. Um, and there's no need to, to, you know, I think we can still recognize that, you know, these women are, you know, kind of blend into their societies, but still make incredible impacts, even if they're not carrying a title in any way. But I think it would be cool if we had some sort of sorority or something. But um, yeah, I mean, this is my first year competing in Miss America. And I just loved it, loved it, loved it. And I have one year left of eligibility um, for Miss New York. And I'm debating it. I'm thinking about it. And so we'll see what happens i have to get to my full-time job and see how that goes first yes we we i i've encouraged her from uh from instagram to to just try to consider it because you can always be a lawyer you know you know but you know time time keeps on ticking but i and i uh i completely understand marissa's point you know sometimes life does need to start so um but uh I, from my opinion i think you would really enjoy being a part of the sisterhood as you can tell both Andrea and on Andrea um, are, are incredible people. And I think they would definitely welcome you into the family. So, yeah, I mean, I think the sisterhood would be amazing and I, you know, I'm obviously so, so interested in it. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I have my job coming up and also there's financial considerations you know this year the the miss new york only got five thousand dollars in scholarships which is amazing but still you know five thousand dollars versus my big law attorney salary i guess i just kind of have to weigh things and see if there was a way that i could do both so we'll see yeah i i living in new york is uh is a very interesting so we if you guys aren't already following Marissa, Marissa is very open to her life, so she's currently shopping for an apartment. So it was uh, interesting in, in finding, uh, going apartment shopping, uh, and, and seeing your your story. So that was that was that was interesting seeing how um, hard it is to just like um, find like an apartment that had a washer and dryer in it. So, so oh yeah, in New York, it's like it's like 
like a unicorn. Uh, if you find one, I did find one today, but the rest of the apartment wasn't as great. So we'll we'll keep seeing what goes on, but you got to find a few a few flops before you find the one. Retweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we have about an extra ten minutes. So is Arius okay with the uh, with the rest of the girls that um that we do one more question? Surely. Okay. So how important do you guys think it is that um, one or both major systems, meaning America and USA, have a national presence on national television and not on a third uh, network like FYE or um, some kind of network that has very low um, engagement where you have to like buy through an internet service? Or, or do you think that's really going to transition when a lot of things are going to go more online. And the only, and the one thing I would add is think about ad revenue. There's still a lot of ad revenue that comes through traditional television. And a lot of people still do um, consider it big time when you're on one of the four big major networks, which I would consider the four major networks being Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS. I've never really considered whether a pageant was on a major network as like a reason to compete at all. But I do know that a lot of people kind of expect it. Like even a lot of people expected like Miss New York to be on TV. And I was like, no, like it's just on a live stream. So I think people like watching it. And I think, but I think people have also shown their willingness to pay for it on some other sort of platform. And so I'm not, I'm not super tied to it being on, on a major network. Yeah, neither am I. I think like one of the pros, there's pros and cons to it. Obviously, I think one of the pros of it being on a national network is that more people will watch it. Um, and maybe you'll get more people wanting to compete. But then again, we're in this like, I feel like this transition that COVID really sped up where people don't really have cable anymore. They just have streaming services. Like I know I decided to just like cut cable because I already had Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and HBO Max and so and Disney Plus so it was sort of just like why am I paying for all these channels when when I go and watch TV I just hit Netflix or like another streaming service um so I think it's good that it's on a streaming service but then again I can see why it wouldn't get it would get more attention perhaps if it was like on Fox or NBC or CBS or ABC or like a bigger news channel that has more weight to it um but I think there's pros and cons to it. I was fortunate to have both of my experience on major network networks. Um, for USA, it was on Fox. And for America, it was on ABC, right, Paul? Am I, I, I think, think so, yeah. Was, yeah if it, was it wasn't ABC. ABC, it was NBC. So It was ABC then, because um, I know it was an NBC. But I think um, at the time, like, thinking about it now and hearing the other girls responses um streaming was just not as big in 2017 um as it is or not in a, it, it existed but it wasn't as common for people to you know go um or have many like people either only had netflix or they only had hulu kind of like it's not even that long ago but it was it, it was less of a thing and i know the next year when they kind of switched from that everyone was very upset by it and many people were especially the competitors were like what like it's traditionally on these major networks this is what I always dreamed of being on it or even the location like once Miss America was kind of moved out of Atlantic City and then when USA was like not 
really in Vegas as often. I luckily got the traditional, I guess, experience. And But for me, honestly, I wouldn't have known any better because I was so new and green to the industry. Um, in general, I was grateful to go wherever and beyond whatever channel. But looking back, I mean, I am grateful that I did have those, you know, real national experiences because um, it did provide sort of like that legitimacy um, to the experience for me. And I did feel like um, even though not all of my family or friends could be there, they were able to watch it no matter what, because even like, you know, they can play it on at restaurants. Like a lot of people have little like um, watch parties and they could do it in somewhere public that had cable. Um, I, I don't I don't really know if I think it's better or worse now. I think, yes, like um, the other women said, people are willing to pay to see these sorts of things. Um, which kind of reminds me like my dad, you know, pays to watch the fight or whatever on MMA or whatever. But I just feel like, um, we have such a smaller niche, um, industry that I do hope for it to be broadcast nationally again, because I do think that would bring in more revenue for the nonprofit side of Miss America, as well as the profit side for Miss Universe organization, um, it's just so interesting to me still that U.S. our country, Amer United States of America, is so minute in the actual grand scheme of pageantry worldwide. Like in other countries, pageants are like football, and we are kind of losing that in this country, which I do think is a little bit saddening, and I would hope um, for progress in that area, whether or not it has to be on a major network or what, even if they could just have an agreement with maybe YouTube or maybe just a more... Um, common platform I think would be the best situation and my only comment back would be um would you guys be okay with having a smaller set and a smaller overall budget for the production if it means that that it would be online or be on a smaller network because that's usually what entails when you are on a smaller network you have a smaller budget so would you guys be okay with that or would that not set right like do you have expectations that on a national level usa and universe and america needs to look a certain way i just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week mid-atlantic video and photography productions no matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, like I said, I work in the entertainment industry, so I am all about the lights, the camera, the action. Um, I definitely, <laughs> um, I would hate to sacrifice that ginormous LED screen or a catwalk. I know in my, mis I kind of had a unique experience because the year I did USA was when IMG took over from Trump. And then the year I did America was the whole Me Too movement, Gretchen Carlson, they took away swimsuit. So both a lot of the competitors on both national um, experiences that I had were very upset to begin with, um, with the changes that were being made. And seemingly we weren't getting the changes as, we, we were having changes made, you know, like the day before finals. And we, and so, 
And, you know, the red carpet thing was a huge debacle for America, like whether or not to actually have a red carpet on the stage. People thought it was weird. People thought we would trip. It was just like it was sort of just like everybody had massive anxiety just because of the changes undergoing within the whole organization. But um, I personally, that's my favorite part. I think it's very um it w- it's also very nice to have, you know, images by Getty images from my experience to legitimize my career. But that being said, not everybody goes into entertainment. A lot of these women are, you know, the girl next door, um, you know, doing STEM, doing uh, law, medicine, all these things that um, my experience is only my experience. Is basically right. Well, Marissa is a perfect example. Marissa is going to be go on to be a great lawyer. So and Andrea is currently helping refugees with her job so um there are wonderful people in every field um my only concern is i feel that this is the one aspect in the america specifically that is a women only sport and i um i really think that pageantry is a sport and i think that you know all the other sports are really geared specifically first for men like there is a women's basketball league, but it's dominated by men's basketball. And then there's just, there isn't a man, there isn't a men's pageantry. I mean, there is, but the, it started with women pageantry. So, um, I think it's really important that we cultivate that. Does, I I assume everyone on stage here agrees with that sentiment. Yeah, definitely. I have the bruises to prove it, that it's a sport from this past week at state. Well, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, this is uh, a long effort, personally, for myself to to get up to 100 interviews. And all three of you have spent an hour plus spending time interviewing me. And uh, I, and I've had the opportunity to, to speak with you one-on-one. Marissa's episode's coming up shortly. So by the time this comes out, Marissa's episode will be out. Um, so, Woo-hoo. yep. Yay. I'm really excited for 101, 102, t- episode 200. And, uh, I really appreciate every single one of you ladies. And, uh, uh, if there's anything I can do to help you with your journeys in life, you, you know, we're always here for you. And, um, I hope that the time that we spend together is just a good way to just spread the positive words and, uh, if we can help another young lady that wants to become a model or, or, or a lawyer or, or help refugees, then, you know, that's exactly what we aim to, to do here. So um, any parting words from the, from the panel? Just thank you for having us. This was awesome. And it was so nice to meet everybody. Ditto. Thanks for having us. Great to meet Adriana and Marissa. I agree. It's so nice to, uh, I mean, I don't even know what um, ethnicity y'all are, but I'm Mexican and Lebanese and seemingly we all, you know, have the dark features. So it's, it's cool to all be on a panel of um, similarly tan women. <laughs> well, I, I purposely did put this panel together because I thought the four of you would be great friends. So I hope that after the show, you guys definitely reconnect and, uh, um, Andrea is traveling a lot, so she'll probably be in New York here and there. So the three of you guys should all go out. She loves wine. So you guys should go out and have wine, a cl- glass of wine with Andrea. So. Perfect. 
Sounds we have some like a date. Thing in common, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for myself, Paul, the host of the Total Focus podcast for episode 100, my co for my co-hosts, Adriana, Andrea, and Marissa, I give you a fond farewell. And I would also thank my listeners for listening to my 100 episodes. Continue to like, subscribe, giving thumbs up. Don't forget, we also have my movie review show with my other friend and co-host, Yvonne Carlos, where we talk about movies. We just have a good time and we just have great banter. And as always, please stay 